Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio brought to you by a voice you know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Hello and welcome to Around the Hearn this week. Kind of a different show, kind of a shorter show. Not a lot of uh, things getting into the uh, news and notes this week. A girls and boys tournament getting started. I hope to have a another episode later on this week. But a lot of things involving Audeville basketball here on this show. The head coach of the girls program and Michelle Leach drops by to uh, talk about her program. And a uh, different sort of interview comes from last weekend's Audeville Glendorf Winter Classic, which was an absolutely terrific event. The Audeville boys with a big win, but not the win that you thought. Now, calling that game, it ended with a 100-31 to win over Toledo Rogers. In that game, Josh Turbin, the uh, Audeville senior headed to the University of Findlay, that you're going to hear from here in a couple of minutes, broke a couple of records. He broke the school's all-time scoring record with a three-pointer in the third quarter to make it 71-17. And then a couple of shots later, he broke the school's scoring record for a single game. I just finished talking to Keith Utendorf, and uh, it's maybe possible that Caden Edelbrock's basket with about 30 seconds to go that at the time made it 100-31 to 31, didn't actually happen that way. Uh, the scoreboard, I'm told, at Otto Glendorf was actually off, and not only did Turbin only score 44 only, right? He had his team then only score 99, and Keith and I have gone back and forth, and there have been some things, but it actually kind of matches up that if you take the extra point away because there was a mistake on the board giving Mr. Turbin a free throw attempt that he did not make on an and one in the third quarter, then you make the argument that, well, 100 minus one is 99. Either way, it was still a dominating performance for the big green as they get ready for uh, Lipsick coming up this weekend. Lipsick will be coming off a loss to Columbus Grove last night and trying to find their way into some positivity. Uh, before the tournament gets going, there are so many great games you can watch on WSN. You can listen on K94, on Z Sports Live, WCOQ Radio, WKSD, WCSM, uh, WKTN. I, I really don't know where it stops, but I just want you to support good basketball and you're here from uh, two of the most positive influences on Audeville basketball in a little bit, in Michelle Leach and from Josh Turbin. I absolutely love getting able to uh, sit down with them and uh, talk to them. Uh, it makes it kind of an Audeville-centric episode. I hope that you don't take that against Keith Utendorf because it's all his fault. But Game 2 had uh, about as much intrigue as you could get. You had number 2 Shawnee, number 2 in the state all year. They were actually number 1 until they lost to Finley after they beat Ottawa Glendorf at Ottawa in that same building they were playing in. The scoring record, whether it be 44 or 45, for the inaugural OG Winter Classic lasted for about an hour and a half. George Mangus is some kind of special star. Uh, D1 schools who have not signed him up, you're idiots, because that kid could flat-out play. He ends up scoring, oh, just 57. And if you think about that, it's insane because it's a school record for Shawnee of 57 points. That means Jamar Butler, Martel Butler, 
Jeff Hurston, all these great shooters that have come through Mike Marshall back when Shawnee went to the Final Four, none of them have scored as many points in a game as George Mangus, and he continues to show why he's the Division II Ohio Player of the Year last year. That kid is a flat-out freak, and I love watching him play. He had 10 points just right out of the gate. He ended up actually with 22 of his team's 24 points in the first quarter. Tyson Elwer, who's back after a foot injury sidelined in for five games, had the other two. And guess what? Mangus set it up. Kudos to that kid. I've got him a couple more times. The Audeville game coming up next week as well on WZOQ Radio. I'm excited to watch him play. Hope uh, his team does well as well. But then the third game, it was almost a slowdown because Shawnee ended up with 96 points. Otto Glendorf plays, and the joke of that, by the way, is a slowdown because that's not Titan basketball. They come out and hit a handful of threes. Brennan Blevins goes nuts. He has 30. And it's not very often that you can see a day of basketball and think between he and the young man from Troutwood Madison, they had 30. And they were the third highest scorer of the day. 30 is hard to get to. Between Turbot and Mangus putting up 101 points. I mean, that's kudos to them because it was a lot of fun. Shout out to Tyson McLaughlin, his entire staff there at OG because I couldn't say enough good things about that tournament and about that classic. Can't wait to do it next year. Building would have been packed to the gills. Would have been awesome. It still was awesome, just kind of in a different way. But that's enough of that. Uh, again, I'll talk about more things going on. The one shout-out this week, though, is to uh, the St. Mary's Boys, the wrestling program. They picked up their second consecutive Western Buckeye League championship, and it did it in style. So congratulations to them. It's the team of the week here on Around the Hearn. Uh, you'll hear from Michelle Leach and Josh Turbin coming up here in just a few. We believe there's something to be said for delivering on promises. Because it's not really about the stuff. It's about your family. Thank you for rating Auto Owners Insurance. Highest in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance claims experience. Two years in a row by J.D. Power & Associates. Call Niedeck & Hilvers Insurance in Audeville. 419-453-3448. For J.D. Power & Associates award information, go to jdpower.com. It's tournament season, and differently than I planned that this was going to go, we actually found time between Audeville girls coach Michelle Leach and myself to record some things here, talk about the season so far that has been kind of different. We were just joking around about that, that you can look at a score, see what it means, and then learn that it pretty much means nothing, right? Absolutely, especially with everything else going on this year. Um, sometimes you'll look at those scores and you have to do a double take and who beat who and where they play. And it's, it's one of those up and down like a roller coaster. Um, but the season in general has been amazing because I guess, especially going into fall, not knowing with COVID, how athletics were going to play out. And we got through fall and everything went pretty smooth. And, you know, we started diving into winter. And I know for us, we went on a, a two-week quarantine um, immediately the week before we opened up. Um, so we went into our first game with, four practices under a belt as a whole. Um, but here we are at the end of the season, tourney draws coming near and two weeks left in the season. We couldn't be any more happy to be on the floor still playing at least. I can only imagine if you went back and you told yourself when you go to open up and you're closed down, when you get to 
the first week of February, you're going to be at the first week of February in that in that crazy time of you're still going to be playing is what I mean. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that's one thing that I think we have really emphasized to the girls, especially last March, um, you know, when those, when those girls basketball players were on that floor getting ready to tip off for that state semi and to have that kind of pulled away, I think that really resonated with every student athlete across the state that, you know, this is such a privilege to play and not take anything for granted. And especially this year with quarantines in and out, um, it's no different than injuries. It's kind of a next person up mentality, but quarantines present a whole nother deal that we have to deal with um, just because of the extended time that they're out, the timing and who it affects team wise. But um, yes, couldn't be any more grateful to be at it. So I know that your uh, athletic director has had a little bit less hair. He's pulled some out about everything that's been going on, especially because it not only happened to your team, but it also happened to Keith's boys team and just trying to keep track of who was where, who were they around and just all those crazy things that aren't about basketball. It did. And, and to be honest, the health and safety of our student athletes and the families was the utmost importance at that point. And I think when we did kind of start exploding there a little bit, you know, it was in the best interest of everybody. And then we started looking at, you know, for us, we missed that first week of game. Um, so then I know as an AD right now, especially Mr. Oldweller, you can't thank those people enough. Um, you know, well, the referees. Let's not, the people let's that not give him oh. any extra kudos. Well, you probably give him a little, right? No, because you know, the people that work, the people that work the table, even guys like you that, you know, help, help the public see and hear our games. Um, they all play such a critical role because we can't have a whole lot of people in the gym, you know? So from the rescheduling to, you know, just everything, it, it takes everybody right now. That is definitely the first time I've ever heard guys like you and then something positive followed up by it. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? It usually means something else is coming. Like, well, you're great, no. but. No, I think it's awesome. Especially, you know, I know from radio to TV, everybody just kind of stepped up and just helped the exposure, just helping people at least see and be a part of it. Because, you know, when those tickets are limited, I think everybody wants to be there. But for the safety of everybody, we just can't have everybody there right now. So it's people like you that are making it happen, for sure. Well, again, I'm just going to choose to take these as compliments. Your check is in the mail. It's, it's <laughs> like three bucks, I think. Oh, you, you just keep it. <laughs> right, I need the money. You got right, gas yeah. money there somewhere, thanks right? For, thanks for that now. Uh, yeah, I got to figure that out. But... No, I, I love, I mean, to be able to to look at these gyms is so different from what it's been, obviously, in the last couple of years. And we, we've kind of talked about that on broadcast, that last night, for instance, with the OG Winter Classic, that that place would have been packed. It would have not just been oh, all of Audeville. It would have been all of Putnam County. And with that being a statewide attraction, it would have been packed at the gills like a Friday night when the Titans are playing. And just kind of the weird robbery of that, but hopefully that it all pays off down the line and everybody is able to get back even to Heckman and just pack that place out. Yeah. And, and honestly, of all years, this is, this is one year that um, I think every year is important, but you know, the time that our student athletes put into this, um, you know, not just winter season, you know, all summer long before practice, after practice, you know, when you get that home court advantage with, almost your sixth person is the crowd. That's a really big deal. 
and to not have that, that plays a role. And I know the people that are there, they do their best uh, to be that extra oomph that those teams need, but it is really quiet in the gym this year. And, you know, for this is the first year that, um, especially in comparison to last year, we had to have towels for our defense changes and whatnot. You know, green meant something, white meant something, because sometimes they couldn't hear us. So, like, this year, I feel like we echo sometimes. It's just, it is dramatically different, though. Well, and it's kind of funny, too, because I was thinking about this the other day with you being, I don't want to say new to the program, because obviously having been there and been around and everything, but in terms of being the head coach, would this year maybe have struck a little different if, you know, the the older guys over there, that's how I joke with them, are still in charge of, you know, they've been through a lot of things, but nobody's been through this. It's just, it's it's kind of an oddity early on in your career. Yeah. You know, and I think, like, I don't know, the adversity that the kids go through, you know, you go through those droughts where you can't score or you can't stop them. So I feel like it's just one more adversity that we're working through, especially from a coaching perspective. Like I said, it is, it is vastly different to just be in a very quiet gym. Um, but like, but like I said, but at the same time, these student athletes are getting to play right now. And that is the utmost importance. If I told week one, you that you'd have 20 games done at the draw, would you believe me? You know, if I'm being honest, I really don't know if I would have. Um, I, you know, I was so ecstatic to go in the season and our, our soccer girls, um, had a really good tournament run. So we didn't get them till, um, I think it was like November 7th, that Saturday, something like that. That, So that was our initial, our first day together, everybody. And it was, it was one of those practices where you left the gym and you just, you felt really good about what was going to take place. And then we got the phone call Sunday that we, you know, positive case shutting down two weeks and I'm like oh my goodness here we go so if you would have told me that I probably wouldn't have believed you with what we went through in preseason <laughs> and you've got obviously coming out of the soccer group a lot of those same girls are playing together I would think with a smaller school that you only have so many girls who are playing as a whole that that would make them a kind of closer group and may I, I would think from the outside it would make that two weeks go a little bit quicker yeah, it did. It definitely did. And I think they really, they kept each other going. And it was, from my aspect of coaching, it honestly, that two weeks made me a better coach. It really made me evaluate how we connect with the players, not just on the court physically and what they're doing and how they're running a play, but like, hey, how are you doing mentally? How are you doing emotionally? How are you still doing academically? Because, you know, they're working from online, whereas everybody else in the high school was still going to school. Um, so we started like a Google doc together and, you know, posted a workout like, Hey, if you feel like working out, here's a basketball workout. Here's, here's a really good video. Here's a quote for the day. And then we do zoom meetings and we do quizzes. It would be like two, two truths and a lie. So we'd all get on zoom and we do that. So it was a really fun time. And like I said, honestly made me a better coach in the scheme of things, as far as the, the ability and the excitement to deal with kids this age every day you go through the pcl you guys go six and one looking at your season you've got a couple of games left non-league apparently you joined the bvc for the last part of your schedule (laughs) (laughs) tuesday night with lb and then yeah i'm gonna ask mr about that right never thought about that how did that happen (laughs) 
I mean, technically, <laughs> if you count, you know, Pandora, you pretty much are. In the yeah, PC. double depth. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't realize that, you know, you were in the Blanchard Valley, but okay. <laughs> but you go 6-1 uh, and one in the league. You have uh, just the one blemish, and you're kind of in a things are out of your hand mode. You know what you did. You know you're right up at the top, but you've got Grove and Kaleida behind you. I mean, you just kind of wait, just see how it goes, or it doesn't affect you because you're done. Yeah, for us, um, I think, you know, we kind of put our own destiny in our own hands. And, you know, that that one for us, I think of every season, you look back and there's games that you wish you could have back. But that's the beauty of playing. You know, you got to rise to the occasion. And regardless how things go, you got to be able to, you got to be able to play and score more points than the other team. Is. And we, we by no means deserve to win that game there at Kaleida. They, they played an excellent game. Um, but for us, you know, being done, we look back and, you know, gave everything we had, but I think that's one thing that really propels us to keep pushing hard and to work hard every day. You know, we're playing last night and I, I told the girls, I said, just fast forward a week from now. And, you know, a week from, a week from last Saturday, we're, we're at our last game of the season. I said, okay, fast forward another week. Okay. That would be sectional final Saturday. And then when you think about it, how really short a time period we have together yet. So we're trying to emphasize, hey, it's go time and we'll leave it all on the floor. So those are games really that you hate to lose, but in hindsight, they probably help you grow more as players. Well, coming up, you've got Liberty Benton, and apparently they're an unofficial member of Putnam County because they've played. <laughs> they are, I know. Like if you're a member of the BVC, then they can be a member of Putnam County with OG, with you guys, <laughs> with Kaleida. I mean, it's just. It's, and Grove, too. Right, yeah. And Grove, yeah. It's, they've actually got four. So, I mean, four out of eight ain't bad. It's just funny how that works out, how you're obviously on their radar. You're They're on your radar in terms of you want to play that big schedule going into the tournament. You want to get ready. You want to take on teams that will push you. And I mean, that's a heck of a compliment because that they're like that and they view your program that way. Yeah, our our strength schedule and like I said, when when Dave set this whole thing up, he his envision of the schedule was we want to play the best so that way we get the best out of us too. And, you know, when you look at a schedule like ours, sometimes it can be really daunting because you're playing you're playing groups that probably have double the amount of girls to even go from pull from than we do um but least, to be honest at least double <laughs> i know but to be honest like i don't think our girls even think about that it's just let's go play and that's a, that's really a mentality you got to have right now and for us like scouting has been so different this year because we've really emphasized like hey how we're going to defend the ball screen how we're going to send a ball screen so let's worry about what we do right now as opposed to scouting everybody else um, and making it more about us right now than anybody else. You've got the eight seniors, and, I mean, I just realized this about two minutes ago, that between the boys and girls, you have 18 seniors, and they're a very close group. They play every sport together. This It's so cool to see them on the floor because you just know, with your team, for instance, everybody's going to talk about Nikki, and rightly so. She deserves all the kudos in the world. But, I mean, to be able for her as a leader to – Alexa's having a great season, and your queen and Tori Thomas as well. <laughs> I mean, I just you know got to throw that in because that's a heck of an yeah. achievement. But yeah, and 
to have 18 seniors across the board participating in a winter sport, that that's just stand up. And that's them giving that time and that effort that they know what it takes to be student-athlete. This group of all groups is a really great group for our younger student-athletes to aspire to look at and to be. To be honest, like their roles, like you were saying, their roles are so different. If you look at all of the 18 roles, some of them are very predominant players in the area. Some of them may see a minute or two, maybe maybe second on the floor. But I know that they love being a part of something bigger. And, you know, those practice, the people that don't necessarily play on the floor, they're helping us get better in practice. And that's, that's the one thing that we're always tipping our hat to, making each other better every day. So each of them have a great role, and I think they're okay with that role. So, like I said, being a part of something bigger and to have a group of 18 is pretty special. <laughs> Well, I have seen you guys six or seven times this year, and I have enjoyed it. Uh, I'll always just – I know that when I go see an Audible game, I'm, I'm going to see a team that, like you're saying, is just going to work from bell to bell. And you might be up 50, you might be down 50, whatever the deal is, but I know that no matter who your five girls are on the floor, that whether it was Dave, and I give Vaughn some credit a little bit, that uh, it's just – it's going to be a great experience. Oh, yeah. And I think – like like you said, that started way before me. And I was fortunate to have, you know, Dave, Vaughn, and Deb when I played. So I felt I felt really comfortable knowing what they their their legacy had left. And I, like I said, I was so fortunate that Vaughn still stayed on staff because I think I think the world of him too. He's he's a guy very much that's about player development at that age. That's what it's all about. Well, um, it's not about making so, me chicken wings anymore. <laughs> Oh, I know. I'm sad about I that. I know. He probably would if you Oh, no, no. The last time I was there, he said no, emphatically. He did? Yeah. He said, make your own chicken he, wings. I'll tell you what, though. Sometimes we have some pretty intense, like, group text messages, and Vaughn's always the one to be like, hey, this is what's for dinner. <laughs> so he's always the one to ice break it with some food. <laughs> Who taught that man how to text? I thought for sure, though, he'd, he'd jump all over making you some chicken wings. I thought he'd just try to send smoke signals and, you know, you'd have to figure that out. But no, I, I, I really do. I love going to Audeville. I always have a good time. And what I, the other thing that always sticks out to me is the closeness between the two programs, between the boys and the girls. And, and that's a credit to you and Keith and kind of the fact that all the guys are coaching the girls and the girls have kids that are playing and, you know, the whole thing. But, I mean, Keith has come on and he's done a handful of your games with me. And I just – I love the dynamic between you guys. I mean, have you kind of hit you hit it off at the beginning? It seems like your personalities would mesh. Um, I think it was something that I think our interests are in the same spot. Like we want our we want our kids to be so successful, not just on the floor but off the floor. And I feel like through these last two years, especially working with Keith, whether it's practice time or you know we're figuring out schedules, anything like that it's just been so easy to work with. It hasn't been a, well, this is my program and we have a game the next day. And it's, it's a very give and take because honestly, like I said, both of our interests are at the students, student success, both on and off the floor. So I feel like that's a very natural flow because, you know, our mindsets are more the same. So it, it's been very smooth working with the boys. And, you know, speaking of the game last night with our boys being at OG playing Toledo Rogers, um, when we got word that 
Josh Turbin was getting close to that record. Sure enough, I had one of the girls say, get your iPad and, and watch the game. So sure enough, they went and got the iPad. And here our girls are, while our JV are warming up for their game, watching the game. Because that's what they love. They love seeing each other's success. And honestly, they are each other's biggest cheerleaders um, to do the best. You look at the tournament draw, you're a week removed from that. You know that you get away from the PCL, kind of the way that it works. When is the thought of, kind of the thought of, we're going to get away, we don't have to play teams we've already played for the most part again on the second time? Is that better or worse for you? Um, good question. I've never really thought about it. The last two years, we've kind of looped up in that northern um, region. But a lot of the teams that are up where, up there, you know, like, on our side of the bracket, we have Pettysville, we have Eden, we have Antwerp. Um, we, I don't know a whole lot about them. So I feel like if we played teams, I knew, obviously, I'm looking at box scores. I know who's scoring. I know who kind of the dynamic leaders are. But for when we don't play that caliber up that way, um, we're kind of going in a little bit blind. But like I said, that kind of is to our advantage, I'd say, because we're really in the mentality right now to focus on us and not focus on what the other team does too. So I guess it has a positive and negative both. I know it's a negative for us because we want to be able to cover you guys. And last year it was kind of different in that obviously this year, because of the, uh, the way the sectionals are broken down that the better seed hosts and everything, but yeah, I, that's a whole other oddity that we now have to pick and choose, but it was, Oh, okay. Well, uh, Kaleida and Pandorgo are playing on the same site, same night. Oh, well, Audeville's up there by themselves. <laughs> well, who, yeah. who wants to go do one game instead of that? Yeah, when you, I totally get it. We made it work, and I hope that we're able to uh, make it work through your uh, at least your first couple of games, That the way that works. Yeah, that home seed this year for the tournament draw, that was, that was a different entity, and I feel like for a lot of the teams, especially if we're going through seeds and picking where they go, I think there were a couple teams that really took that travel into play. Whereas I really, I didn't even kind of think about that. Um, but when you're looking at, Hey, I gotta, I gotta travel an hour up North just to get out of sectionals. Of course that would, that just presented a whole different um, thought style to the tournament draw this year. Uh, I mean, at least for you, you know, you have the thought of you can get a couple of home games before you have to go to defiance. Yeah, we're excited about that. And I love the Science High School floor. Oh, it's um, so we, we picked them up yesterday, and obviously with the intentions like, hey, we'll come to your place <laughs> to, just to get some experience on the floor. But they had the WBL wrestling, so they came our way, which is good too. What's that like as a coach uh, going into a, uh, last year? You know your 22 games. You know, God forbid, if anything were to happen, you have to maybe just push it to the end. Now it's, okay, it's Tuesday. Our Thursday opponent isn't playing anymore. In the case of, say, a Kenton, where, you know, kind of everything went sideways for a little bit. And you have to think, oh, okay, who who are we willing to travel to or who is willing to play us in less than 48 hours? Oh, it's that, that whole thing has been crazy this year. And I feel like for our girls, it's been good not to have a regimented schedule, um, of who were playing, you know, like I know early in the season, Lima Senior had all those games canceled because of the Toledo team um, under that stay-at-home order. So I know there was an email that got kicked out to all the coaches like, hey, looking for a game. And at that point, we were like at 21. And I'm like, hey, Lima's not that far. We'll come your way because 
you know, coach was saying he, at that point, he only had five home games. And it's like, man, you feel bad for the girls and their families not being able to see them play at home. So, you know, we went that way. And then obviously we played, we were supposed to play Van Wert during the week that we were shut down and we could never get that scheduled again. So then Mr. O kicked an email out and we picked up Lafayette and the weather was really bad. So we picked up the fight. It's been crazy, but it's been fun all at the same time too. Did you ever debate of utilizing the two games in one day thing? No. <laughs> I, I was just curious how coaches thought about that. I know that that's, uh, that's a big thing of, yeah, we, we only have X amount of games. We want to get this in. But, I mean, if you have your draw, you know where you're going to be. I mean, at some point, unless it's a league game, why risk it? Right. And for us, I mean, our style of play, like how we play and how the girls attack the game for us, I think that would only probably lead to injuries for us, just overuse of their bodies. And, you know, for especially for us, we're always preaching like, hey, 32 minutes, the whole 32 minutes. Don't take a playoff. Don't take a possession off. Um, so I think if we went to 64, that'd be that'd be a long. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of those girls that play you where you're playing three and four games a day, I think they could do it. But as a coach, if we could avoid it, I was totally in for just playing one a day. <laughs> well, I, I see your girls walk out of the gym after, and I look at their faces, and I, I they look exhausted. So I, I can only imagine, hey, uh, we're going to play at 2 o'clock, and then we're going right. to play again about 7.30. Go home, yeah. get a Snickers, get some Gatorade. I don't know about that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm, I just wondered. I was curious how coaches felt about that, but oh, but at the same time, like I would do, like I said, for our turnaround, we had we were supposed to have Wofie on Tuesday, and for us to pick up Defiance on Saturday, I was such a big advocate. Like, if these girls can play twenty two games, I want to get those twenty two games in for them. So, for the experience, if nothing else, yeah. Well, and it, it's an odd thing too with you. We talk about Josh breaking the records of that flying to the hoop was supposed to happen and that was going to be the showcase for Audeville boys basketball kind of on a, a grander stage and it didn't yeah and I'm sure that at some point especially with the weather lately there was kind of some talk and there was some movement that it was supposed to be four games at, at OG and that didn't happen with Franklin County and just to be able for them on that big stage to be able to do that I'm so glad that things like that happen and, and that you guys are able to to pick up a team like Defiance and everybody goes, Oh, wait a minute. That's a, that's a, a big step for Audeville. Look how they turned <laughs> out. Yeah. And you know what OG did yesterday with that winner's class? That was, that was such an amazing tribute to what these boys um, rightfully deserve. Like you said, on that big stage and any other year, it, that thing would have been sold out. Oh, couldn't they, yeah, find they, a ticket anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, it's really cool. Senate, some of the creativity and the opportunities that some of these schools and the ABs coaches and everybody that has an integral part in this are able to do for the kids. I figured a normal year that you would have had every coach and every AD trying to call in favors. Well, I mean, you know, we're going (laughs) to scout and you can get one more person in and, you know, know. by the way, I want to bring the kids. No. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm, I, that's all I could think of yesterday. And then I looked over and I saw quite a bit of green. And I thought, this is one of those games where you would have Columbus Grove, you would have PG, you'd have Kaleida, oh, yeah. you know, everybody would be there. And it would just be kind of a, a smattering of colors from the conference. But it, w- it was still probably half of Audeville was in the building. Oh, I'm sure. The other Absolutely. half were the girls' game. 
probably we pulled the we pulled the families this way. <laughs> right. And you did though. That's an interesting thing that you did have a split of probably some people who are invested in one game or the other because of who's playing that had to yeah. make that decision. And we got a couple families that have, you know, a boys on the boys team and a girls on the girls team here. Um, and we've had a couple nights where I know the boys were at Antwerp when we were at home. I can't remember who we played, but we, we have a couple of those conflicts. So that was the one thing that came across my mind when we kind of scheduled that game. And please believe me, we tried, we tried to go at 10 a.m. start, 11 a.m. start. That way we could get back for the book. We even looked at like a 6 p.m. start. But um, the only time that we could really get to work was at 2.30, which was an oddball time anyway, which tells you um, what a crazy reschedule that was. But made it work. And like I said, the cool thing was is that the girls were able to at least cheer on him from from the, the comforts of their home gym. It had to be funny. Even though they, they were, couldn't be there. They were randomly cheering. Like, while, I, you know, they're just walking the ball up the floor. And they're like, yay, what? <laughs> And to be honest, they were. They were like, "Woo!" And we looked over, and they were like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't realize we were that loud." And at one point, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I have to take a picture of you guys like cheering them on from here. So I did. I grabbed my cell phone, quick, took a picture of them. That's so <laughs> just, funny. Like you said, like that tightness between that group is just really, really incredible, and makes groups like these special. Well, I uh, like I said, I have always enjoyed it. I I, I love being able to cover Audeville. I know there's a handful of times that. There were games where we had to try to figure out who's going to be able to do it. I was like, I'll go to Audeville. I, I, I mean, <laughs> well, thanks. No, I, I, I mean that as a compliment of. I know. Thanks. We love having you. One of the places that I immediately am, am drawn to. I love going there. I love going to Kaleida. And it, it's just one of those things where, okay, all right. Now, now if I have to go and put up with Odie, that's fine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Too funny. I mean, I. Uh, I thank you for doing this. I, I'm excited about what you guys can do, can make some noise last couple of regular season games and in the tournament. We are too. Thanks. And like I said, you would have told me at the beginning of the season we'd be here. <laughs> I don't know if I'd believe you, but here we are. And it, you know, we got to limit those tickets and do what we got to do to keep everybody safe and healthy. At least these student athletes get to see this season out. Well, we still got to get the car up the hill though and figure out what, what venues on the other side. <laughs> This is true. Yeah, we still don't know where the finals are going to be, so we'll figure that out. I know. We'll cross that bridge. we got to take care of one game at a time, right? It's true. That's all you can do at this point. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Hey, thank you. So appreciate it. That's Michelle Leach talking about Audeville basketball. Oh, thanks. Thanks for all you do for our area student-athletes, too. We really do appreciate it. Oh, hush. Danny the Dealmaker, are you ready? Ready for what, Eric? Brand new cars and trucks are rolling into Lee Kissel Chevy Buick GMC again. That's great, because we need pre-owned trades big time. Yep, Danny, have I mentioned lately how much respect I have for this country? Not in the last five minutes. Even the virus can't keep us down. GM workers are back strong and building the best there is. We're here proud to represent the greatest products on American Road, Chevy, Buick, and GMC. And I love how so many of us in the area have remained positive, helping each other and staying the course. No matter how long this situation takes to resolve itself, please keep this in mind. Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service has been around for 50 years, and we'll be around for another 50 years. Wherever you're listening, you're always welcome here in Van Wert. At Kinsel's, it's all about clear, easy-to-understand deals, best quality pre-owned vehicles, top-of-the-line financing, and world-class service. See us online at LeeKinsel.com. Call 866-LEE-KINSEL. Better yet, stop in at 650 West Durban Road in Van Wert. 
Thank you for finding new roads to help us rebuild the American economy. Joined by the all-time leading scorer in the history of this uh, set. I mean, I joked with Keith about that earlier, and you just kind of laugh, really? But it's true. I mean, uh, Josh Sherman, 45 points. First of all, congratulations on a couple of things. You, you break the school's all-time scoring record, and you break the single-game record. I joked with your sister, who was running video, about, first of all, who's the worst shooter in the house? And second of all, <laughs> are you going to uh, have to do the dishes tonight? Um, I'm not really sure at all. So. <laughs> you just make Dad do it? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, what's that, what else has he got going on? Well, he's got a girls game right now, so or I think that's over now. But, uh, yeah, he wasn't able to make it tonight but uh, or today. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't I, talked to him. I mean, it's just crazy. Obviously, you guys have, with being from Puttick County, being playing in this event, it's a big thing. You've got kind of that momentum as a team right now. But on a personal level, you have obviously a lot of connections with OG and with this building. And Keith is an alumni, and he talked about what, how much is special, not for you as a player, but for your relationship with him as a human being. I, I mean, just all of that, it had to just be fun today. Everything yeah. seemed like it was going right. Yeah, everybody was engaged, and everybody, and it really helped that we were making shots and um, to do it against Toledo Rogers, who everybody thought uh, kind of doubted us a little bit. So um, it was able, we were able to make a lot of shots, and everybody was just engaged and everybody making shots to kind of open everything up for everybody else. So now I want to ask you this because I asked Keith about this about how you feel pressure because you've gotten to the point where. It seems like every shot that you take, it, it has some sort of meaning or notation or record to it. I mean, are you able, though, to get into the flow of the game where, forget about it, it's just shot five, it's just shot seven, shot ten, whatever. We're down five. We need this shot. Right. Um, uh, it's it's a little less pressure. Um, uh, Coach, you able to give me that leeway a little bit. Um, he's okay with kind of whatever shot I take a little bit. <laughs> now um, he is because they're yeah, going in, right? Right, yeah. But um, I think that takes off the pressure and just also my teammates. I've been blessed with a great group of guys, especially the 10 seniors, and, and uh, I, I'm just blessed with those people. Going into this year, you guys are obviously kind of extra motivated. I mean, last year you talked about how everybody expected with Rodgers, but a lot of people expected it was going to be you guys in Grove kind of in the district final. You got – kind of an odd shocker, wake up, however you want to look at it. Does that play into kind of how you looked at it coming into this year of, we know how that feels, it sucks, let's make sure we don't feel that way again? Right. Just with, I think, even with, like, COVID and stuff, you know, um, can't play with any regrets because it could end tomorrow. So, but we have some business to take care of. With the district we have, it's really, really tough. So, anybody can beat anybody on any given night. So, we'll see what tournament draw comes up with this Sunday so uh was that a yeah. statement for you guys today of going out and saying hey look at us we're taking on an obviously a very good team we're gonna make a statement we're gonna come out you're gonna see what we're about yes it, it was definitely a statement game um last night the start wasn't as good against the Continental but uh, tonight we're just or today we were just really really engaged so it seemed like early in that game you're down 15 13 right towards the end of that quarter that you personally, they were uh, maybe figuring out ways to – I know a lot of people double. You see a lot of double and triple teams of, okay, you're also a little bit different in that being left-handed, you can come at them a little bit different. What what was the click? You guys ended up outscoring them 54-24 to 24 the rest of the way. Um, probably defensive pressure. Uh, we really didn't have that in the first half. We weren't talking as much. 
um, just defensive pressure and um, making them earn it coming down the floor. And um, with Mitchell Coleman, uh, he got his way a little bit more in the first half. And and uh, Will is such a great defender. It, it's I'll take him any day on any other guard that we are uh, defending wise. So talking um, to the all-time leading scorer in Audible history. Thank you. I Thank mean, you. Appreciate how it. does that sound? Like, does it sound odd when you still hear it? Um, yeah, it really hasn't sunk in at all. Uh, probably won't for a while until I'm done with being at Audible. Or, <laughs> Sometime at Finley. Yeah. Just yeah. be like a Tuesday night. You guys will be just sitting there and, oh, yeah, okay. All right, right. that was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. You have 16 games down now in the win column. You've played 18 of your 22 games. Luckily, you're able to get 22 with kind of how the season started and I have talked to Keith about that. He's complained at 3 a.m. repeatedly. But, I mean, you're able to knock this out. And kind of the, the school record, the career record, all that. Now you can just focus on what would it be, however many games, the eight, ten games you have left. It's got to be a little bit of a relief. Yeah, it's definitely a relief. I've always said that. Um, I'm, I'm, I've always tried to be a team guy and everything. You know, I've been blessed with great teammates that – want the same uh, goal as a, what I want as a team and hopefully to make it to Columbus. So Or wherever. <laughs> right, exactly. So um, It might be at your house at this point. You don't even yeah, know. Right, right. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, we're going to finish the regular season out, and then that's when the real business starts to pick I, up. I asked Keith, you have 29 at the half. At what point, what was the conversation of you're up 49-9 at that point, you're 11 of 17 in the first half, everything's going down, of the transition between do you want to just get this done today and not have to wait till Friday night against LCC, or between that and, and at what point do you realize, oh, I have a legit shot at, at 44? Um, yeah, I kind of saw that in the scoreboard, and I was like, uh, um, if I'm going to do it, I better do it now, <laughs> but... Uh, I just take it as any other game. The game is 0-0, and we're trying to defend. That's the biggest thing. I think our defense really picked up just the whole game. Um, uh, we just played a complete game today, I think. So. And what I love about that is you guys break an, a school record as a team. You had 13 threes in that game. But you have obviously a lot, and there's a lot, that, and rightly so, that it's talk about that, but it seemed like you were able to find holes, and everybody was able to share in that well. Right, yeah. That's that's the one thing, um, like I said, opening it up for everyone, just everybody making shots. Jack made shots. Will made shots. Kellen made shots. A lot of people made a lot of shots inside, too. So just with that, you can then it leads up to you can count on them. If you're going to drive and they double, then you can kick it out. So You watched this first half. I know you guys are on your way back out of here and to celebrate – You've got 10 days before it's you and George Mangus. You have 45 today. He's got 36 of the half. Yeah. I, I mean, first of all, I know you've played alongside him. You've played against him. Like, that's that's an insane thing that you guys have put up almost 100 points together today. How do you guys how – do how do they stop you? How do you stop him? Um, I There's not an answer. To, that's that's yeah, what exactly. we said. There's not an answer. Yeah. Uh, it's just crazy, though. Again, congratulations to you. I love watching you guys play. Just the, that 10 senior thing, being able to see baseball and soccer and now basketball, of seeing that group pay off. Uh, I really hope that you guys do big things in the tournament. Thank you. Thank you. That's the all-time leading scorer in the history of Audible basketball and Josh Turbin. The Spencerville Athletic Boosters are a 501c3 organization. 
committed to supporting the student-athletes at Spencerville Local Schools. All donations made to the boosters go to the athletes for new jerseys, huddle equipment, and much, much more. To learn more about the boosters and to help our athletes succeed on the field with your generosity off the field, please visit facebook.com slash Spencerville Athletic Boosters. Or if you have questions, please contact Sean McFerrin at BearcatBoosters at Outlook.com. Let's go Bearcats! If you've heard this program before, I've talked about how I've been trying to figure out a way to uh, focus on uh, one small business a week. And uh, this week, it's the 7th Street Deli in Spencerville. It's at uh, 214 East 7th Street in Spencerville, 419-647-0300. My wife and I got wings from there that were absolutely phenomenal for the Super Bowl. Brittany Winkin does an amazing job of uh, coming up with schedules and uh, coming up with specials every day. Tenderloin Tuesday, West Taco Tuesday, it's a little bit of everything. But they have got some of the best food around. If you're uh, looking for something, looking for something quick, you come through Spencerville, you want to just get something before the Bearcats play, before your team plays. And at Spencerville, you're going to St. Mary's, doesn't matter. Be sure to hit them up. Find them online on uh, Facebook. They've also got a... Uh, a page on the interwebs, Seventh Street Deli in Spencerville, and that's pretty much it. That's what uh, what we have for this week. Big thanks to Michelle Leach and uh, to Josh Turbin for both sitting down and talking about Audeville boys and girls basketball and uh, just everything going on. Don't tell Mark Odmuller. Thank you though. Not enough things going on from him to uh, to help out. Uh, and just before I go, a personal note after. Uh, Last week, uh, my wife and I are fortunate and so thrilled. Our little baby girl, Avery, here in the world. Thank you to everyone for reaching out, for sending us kind messages and well wishes and all your love. We uh, cannot say thank you enough. It's kind of the reason why it's a truncated version of the show this week. Uh, a lot of her first couple of weeks, uh, <laughs> you get to go to a lot of things and uh, your world changes. But I could not possibly be any happier that I am right now, and I hope that you have enjoyed this show. I hope you understand it's not a normal show next week or later in the week. I don't know. It'll maybe get back to some sense of normalcy, but no matter what, I can't say thank you enough from my wife and I and from my little girl for everybody who reached out and said nice things. Be sure to hit us up on the Twitter at uh, Michael Hearn PVP and uh, support high school sports. That's what it's all about. That's why we're here. That's why I'm here. Have a great night and even better tomorrow. Here I go. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.